witches don't give unsolicited advice. And to be authentic, we have to feel safe. And this has been a journey for me, especially somebody who, before I started like wanting, having a purpose and coming online, I wasn't really a person online. I am not somebody who would really be online if it wasn't for my business and my purpose, which feels expansive right now and a higher purpose. And so I often had, in the beginning, unsolicited advice, and then what you do with that, you can get triggered, and then you have to ask what's going on within you and go and really do your own work. And I've done a lot of work to get where I am now. But in the beginning, I used to get triggered. I used to feel like, oh, my God, what are they on about? And when people don't know your life experience, and my life experience has been very, very diverse, and people make judgments about certain people's lives from experiences they've had. And sometimes um, we are very visual as human beings. People make judgments from visual appearances. Shall we talk about visual appearances? I started my business sleeping on the floor of my exes in a house that wasn't so, you know, amazing. But you know what? I had a purpose and a reason to get up every morning and a motivation to help and empower women to step into their true self in their unique way that's authentic to them. I was also twice the body size that I am now. And that visual appearance gets judgments just... Just that that point. Not, but plus I've had multiple diverse experiences in my life. I've had multiple traumas in my life. Bringing judgment. And one of the main ones is I'm an ex-sex worker. And that brings a lot of judgments. People have their own opinion. And a lot of women get triggered by it. <laughs> I just want to say it. It's my own gender. A lot of women get triggered by it. And... It's an interesting subject. I am not a feminist. If you don't know, I'm not a feminist. I don't believe in feminism. I believe we are having a right now a toxic femininity, feminism right now out there, and men are being demasculated, and it's got to stop. And if you look at the family court, the amount of men who are alienated from their children, it's outrageous because we make false allegations. So I am not a feminist for this reason. I believe that we have two, you know, two parents to create a child. It takes two parents to bring up a child. But, and because of my own experience in walking through the family courts myself and losing custody myself, I can see both sides of the coin. And I know how the family courts work, especially in the UK. So that's one thing. And um, people make judgments for sex work, or they make judgments because I lost my children for custody. Must mean you're a bad parent. No, it doesn't mean that. But I'm not going to get into that now. And so, if we're not safe, or people give them opinion, their opinion to us, then the less we're likely to be authentic. And we can feel. I used to feel very good online. I couldn't breathe. I was getting, you know, oh. even though I'm very good on camera, but I also felt like, like, oh my god, you know, can I actually speak my whole truth and. It's been a long journey and it's following the signs of our own authentic self. And that is really going within. Going into those parts of ourselves that we want to deny. Those parts of ourselves we don't want to look at. Those parts of ourselves that often have been told what this means, but it's not our truth. 
It's other people's fear, other people's limitation, other people's belief that a, a limited mindset and not a growth mindset. So we have to go into, you know, one of mine is like, I was told I was stupid. At one point I was, because I had a lot of like issues because of my early childhood, which I'm not going to go into now, but like, I was told I was stupid. I was told when I, I was diagnosed with dyslexia and then said I couldn't do anything about it. I had an IQ of 70, which obviously isn't true because I'm highly, I know I'm highly intelligent now. But it's a big wound I carried around that I'm not intelligent. I used to feel not intelligent. And to be honest, I'm going to be honest and tell you that it's been a journey. And actually, it's only this week that I've said, right, I'm a writer. I realise I'm a writer. And the reason why I couldn't follow that purpose is because I actually didn't feel it in my blood and bones and because that school experience was still in my uh, hanging over me and I had to face that part of myself and say, that isn't true, that is somebody else's truth. I, When I started writing copy online, I, my punctuation was, it was awful, awful. I can't even go there to tell you. But to the point people used to think I was a foreigner. And they used to say, is English your first language? Until they spoke to me, obviously, because you can tell that my English is my first language. That's how, you know, and it was, and they gave me unsolicited advice. And then they would say things like that it was really, like, judgmental and not open to understand that people have different, some people have disabilities that actually aren't seen necessarily, doesn't make them less intelligent. And actually, dyslexics actually, the research proves, are highly intelligent people. And especially is also if you're neurodivergent, the same in any way, it's the same thing. But people make judgments, which made me feel unsafe, which made me react, which made me get triggered, which, you know, and I have to do a lot of my own work and to go inside myself and really keep asking myself what, what is triggering me about that. And it was always when people put me down or didn't hear me or didn't actually understand who I was at a core and made judgments from punctuation meaning they, that she the Sevda must be stupid and it really was a big thing for me and I've really worked through that and so if we don't feel safe online especially online when we post something we we're open to people coming and giving us all their opinions and advice and belittling us sometimes making us feel inferior we have to just just breathe through that and do that work as well. We can be kind, authentic, confident, firm and powerful all at the same time and say, I didn't ask for that opinion. Or to understand it's not us. We should be, we should be judging and making, making ourselves feel small. We should be ask, actually looking at that person and realising it's not our fault, it's their problem and we have to let that go. They feel that that's, that's the case but from their limitation of their own mindset, of their own fixed mentality and not growth mentality. Because as we grow, we evolve. And there is research to prove that if you, I can't remember, something like half an hour of learning each day can actually increase your IQ, by the way. I just thought you'd like to know that bit. So... And when we when people give this out, then we feel small again, and we can't we we then can't use our voice. So to be authentic, it's a journey. It isn't I'm going to wake up right today. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to go out there and tell everyone 
you know, be authentic in all my ways and show my whole self and be my whole self and own who I am and, and be confident and be powerful. It doesn't work like that. It's a journey. We start small, we take small steps, and the more we take, the more... And this is why I always say purpose isn't fixed because this is a prime example. Like, you can start off the journey of, like, becoming authentic and finding your purpose and, you know, create your business. Maybe that's your drive to have that purpose from being self-employed. It doesn't matter from what area you start at to be authentic. But you can start that journey... And as you go along that journey, you follow the signs, synchronicities, you uncover more of yourself and more of yourself. You step up to a different type of purpose. It might pivot somewhere. It might change automatically. It might shift. But the thing is, that's why purpose is never fixed and why actually finding our purpose comes with being authentic. I really, really believe that it is. And the more we can feel safe around people and feel held... And when people tell us something that may not be our truth, but it's their truth, and we say, we say, yeah, I really honour you in saying that. I really honour you saying that. And where do you think that is happening? What is it within you that's making you feel like that? Even if it's not our truth, when we can hold space from that place for somebody, that's a powerful thing. And not everybody can do that. Some people are going to jump in and give them your. You're going to give. They're going to give you your, their opinion. La, 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 la. Or we can say, "I really honour you in saying that." What is it within you that hurts or doesn't feel safe when you when you see that, experience that, hear that, and that's the truth? I never felt safe at school. I always felt judged. I always felt like the stupid girl in the room. And so for our people to feel safe, we have to honour their truth with kindness. But we also have to honour their truth and, and you know, really hold them when they... Even if it's a crazy thing and we don't agree with them, can we hold them in, in their truth in our safe space and say things like, you know, what is it within you makes you feel unsafe? And how can you... Try. What can you do to make yourself feel safe? Or what do you need to look at within you? But in a kind way. But we don't go up to someone and say, Oh, um, you said that and I think you're wrong. And oh, la, 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 la. No, we do it in a really soft way. But we never give unsolicited advice to people. We don't go up and... If, you know, I'm not going to be in Tesco's or a supermarket and doing my shopping and just go up to somebody and say, well, I think, you know, you shouldn't buy that because that's really an unhealthy choice and really you should buy that. Unless somebody asked us, and as a witch, I just believe we should not really at all go and just give people advice unless they ask. Like, I wouldn't go and give, like, oh, do you want a psychic reading? No, I wouldn't. Somebody comes to, and they ask you for that. And I, if I want advice, I, I go and ask the people that I... I feel aligned to for advice. I don't expect people to come and give me all their advice about how I should change my life and what I'm doing wrong and la 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 la. And so I just feel as witches we should not give, and we are not here to give advice to everybody, and save the world. And lots of us, particularly, I think if we experience trauma, we often become the person who's trying to save everyone. And that's been a big lesson for me as well. Is like really knowing we can't save everyone because to change our life 
per, individually, we have to want to. I, you can, it doesn't matter how much advice you give to people who do not want to change, you cannot change them. As a person who had experienced a drug addiction and overcame it myself without any treatment, I know that the day I decided that I was going to give up drugs and change my life was the, set, the day I came off drugs and I was able to do it. And not until then can we actually save someone. And so there's no point, you know, in a way, it's no point giving us going telling people what they should do. If they're not ready to change their life, it isn't going to work. And it's not right of us to make them feel unsafe either by giving all their, their advice on, oh, we should do that and we should do this and blah, 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 blah. It's just not, it's not, it's not right. And I just feel like as witches, we're not here. We're here and open and ready to support people who want to do the work, who are ready to go into the depths of their soul, connect to a, a deepness and imagination, a creative life, dreams and intuition through magic, through the door of our own depths and our own darkness to walk through the fire to get to the light. That's who are here to help. And those people, when they're ready, will come to us and ask. It's not our job to go around telling everyone what they're doing wrong or for anyone to tell us the same because we wouldn't like it either. And so I believe feeling safe and using our voice and stepping into our truth through authenticity is a journey and it will not happen overnight. It's a journey and it's about being kind to ourselves as well. Because sometimes we think, oh my God, did I say that? But we were in that time, we're in a different place. We grow, we evolve, we expand and we move more into our truth, authenticity, so we can share our voice, our wisdom, our lessons and start changing the world. But it starts with us changing ourselves and not going around telling everyone our opinion unless they ask for it. Have the most amazing weekend and take it easy.